Welcome to the Six Figure Influencer Podcast. I'm your host, Allie Reeves, and my purpose is to help women grow their online businesses, influence, and income with ease. If you're ready to drop the excuses and start showing up as the boss you know you're meant to be, then you've come to the right place. Let's get started. Hey, hey, welcome to another episode of the Six Figure Influencer Podcast. Thank you so much for coming to hang out with me again, or possibly for the very first time. Today, I am doing a follow-up episode to my episode 91 episode, (laughs) the one where I was talking about the lessons from my $290,000 year. So when I was recording that episode and I was creating the outline for it, I was trying to think, right? Like there are so many, I feel like 2020 was the longest year of my life. (laughs) I mean, like it feels like the longest year ever. So just trying to think of everything I thought I did. And by the way, if you have not listened to that episode, I do encourage you to maybe pause right here and go listen to that because we got into so many different things. I talked about, I segmented the podcast into things that I did poorly that I just know I could have done better. And then I ended it with the things that I did well. And we talked about giving away some of my services for free not following a consistent business strategy. That was like a huge, um, a huge part of that episode and reason why I didn't hit the revenue goal that I wanted to. I came right under it because of just kind of being all over the place with a business strategy, not delegating enough. And then, you know, some, and then so many more. And then things that I did well was being flexible during, you know, all of the COVID stuff and investing in my business and, playing around with ad, well, not playing around with ads. We went all in as far as I'm concerned, as far as I've ever done with ads, investing $28,000 into it, um, embracing new tools, right? So again, if you haven't listened to that episode, I do encourage you to just pause right here, go listen to that, and then come back to this. That's episode 91. And then come back to this one, because this is a follow-up with some things that as soon as I stopped recording and I and I submitted the podcast to be edited by my people, Caitlin and Philip, who do my podcast, as soon as I did that, I was like, why didn't I mention this? And how did I forget that? And <laughs> I, I don't know. Apparently, this is a podcasting thing because so many of you that have podcasts were like, yep, I do that too. So that's fine. So now we're going to talk about those things that I meant to add to the first episode. So let's just start with the biggie. Now, my revenue goal for 2020 was 300K. I got to 290, which is freaking amazing. You are not going to find me complaining. I mean, like, to be that close to my goal is a little bit like, are you serious? Especially because I could have a 10K day if I if I tried, right? Like, and that, that happens a lot. So it just, again, goes to show like the 
it was a total flop on my overall strategy and an oversight and then one bad month and, you know, just so many different factors that played into that. And I talked so much about how, you know, I did a lot of things great, but I I was a little too, I don't know, lenient with myself, I guess, you know, I, I didn't, I didn't set super strategic launches to make sure that I was going to hit a goal. I basically like launched things whenever I felt inspired and coached people whenever I felt inspired, which is fantastic. And it was great because I did what I wanted to do. And that's a perk of being a solopreneur. So again, not complaining, but if I had just paid a bit more attention to the numbers and I could have seen, hey, all I have to do is like one more little mini launch a little bit earlier in the year. And I would have not only hit my revenue goal, but I far exceeded it. However, what I did not mention in episode 91 was the whole reason, the biggest factor that played into how I even hit multiple six figures in the first place. And I shared like, hey, here here are the things that I did really well. And all of that played into it. But I didn't talk about the whole reason why I even got that high up in revenue and was able to increase my revenue $100,000 compared to 2019. And that entire reason was because even though I flip-flopped a little bit on overall business strategy, I was hard in the paint with social media strategy. I was all in on social media strategy. I was consistent AF with my social media. And if you've been following me for a minute, that doesn't come as a surprise. This is what I teach. That's why you're listening to me right now. This is why I put out every coaching offer and workshop and and course that I put out. It's all around social media strategy. So it's no surprise that that's where I excelled. But had I not done the things that I did on social media, I not only would have never hit that I mean, maybe not even six figures, I bet. But I mean, I wouldn't even have a business. My whole business is on social media. So that was just a realization after I submitted the podcast. I was like, how how did I not mention that? Like, what the frick? So if you don't have a social media strategy, listen up. Okay, and this is why I preach so much about all the things that I do. This is why I create all of the content and again, all of the offers and why I teach what I do and why I am so passionate and why I can show up every single week creating brand new content about the same subjects because I believe in it with my heart and soul because I've seen it work for so many other people and I am seeing it in real life time. When you invest in social media and you do social media, you play the games, you you follow the rules, and you do the right things for the platform that you are wanting to grow on, your business will grow. And 
I took some questions on Instagram. I said, hey, if you have any follow-up questions for me to talk about in this podcast, shoot them my way. And somebody asked a great question that I'm going to answer right now. And she said, talk to us a little bit about your business through the years, like 2018, when I started this phase of my business to 2019 to 2020, because my revenue did massive jumps. It went from at the end of 2018, my business was basically in the red. It might've been positive a few grand. I can't remember the exact number. That was 2018. 2019, my revenue was $190,000. And then 2020 was $290,000. Big leaps. And the question was like, what did you do differently? What what did your offers look like? How did you make that big leap from, you know, basically nothing to almost 200K to almost 300K? So the difference was on a macro level, the more my social media presence grew and the relationships with the people that were following me grew, the more my business grew. And that's exactly what it should look like. The more followers you get, you should be building more relationships, building more like, know, and trust, warming more cold leads, which should be converting into more sales for your business. And on a super macro level, that is exactly what happened for me. 2018, I had nothing. I had, you know, just switched in, you know, in that whole year, I just switched into this phase of my business. So I spent the whole year proving myself and giving a ton, a ton of free value before I ever sold anything and trying to figure out what my ideal client needed and what I could create as my first offer. And I had a very, very small audience and even less people actually paying attention to me and on my radar at all, you know, considering leads. And then 2019, I'd gotten quite a bit of experience in that first year. And I'd figured out at least my first offer, which is now the Influence Income Formula. And I took that and, you know, really leaned in focus more on growing my audience, creating more content, got to know my ideal client even more. And that continued to increase, which you saw in my revenue as well. And I did the exact same thing in 2020. So I'm going to get into more of like the type of offers that I did. And I'll talk more about ideal client and you know more things like that. But I just want to get out of the way that that is what it can look like for your business too and what it should look like for your business too. And again, why I offer what it is that I offer. If you haven't tapped into the vast opportunity that is available for you on Instagram or on TikTok or this new clubhouse that just came out that I haven't figured out yet, well, um, you know we'll be talking about that soon enough. You're missing out. I don't care what business you're in. You are missing out out. If your ideal client hangs out on one of these apps or any of them or any of these platforms and you aren't tapping into that, what are you doing? So I know if you're listening to this, you are, but if it could be better, I just want this to be a word of encouragement to you that 
with time and practice and consistency, it is very, very, very hard not to grow. But but those three years, I I was grinding. Still am. I took, I mean, I took my business very seriously before anybody thought I should. When people were probably making fun of me. And even my own husband was like, I don't know. I know she thinks she knows what she's doing, but I don't know what she's doing. You know, I had no proof, but I took it as serious as a heart attack and and didn't stop. And here we are. So first and foremost, social media strategy is king and key and all of the things. Now, as far as the some other things that I didn't mention in that podcast that I know played into going from 190 to 290 in 2020, even during a pandemic, there were a few other things that I wanted to mention. So again, consistently showing up with value. My, I mean, there's not a day that goes by that I'm not like trying to create something for you, whether it be a post, an email, a blog, a podcast, right? Like I'm constantly creating content for you and putting out as much as I can. And I do not show up every day. So don't think that I'm not one of those people that has the team that can be putting out content every single day. Or if you're a solopreneur and you do that, God love you. But that's not me. But as consistent as possible with as much free value as I could possibly give. I spent a ton of time building relationships. That is so important. It's not about just growing an audience and putting out free content. It's time in the DMs too. It's time having conversations. My best launches and revenue weeks is when I spend more time having conversations with you because you guys have questions. You all have a lot of people that you can go and buy from. So why would you buy from me? And same thing with your ideal customers. They have a lot of people that they can go and buy the same thing that you sell from. So why would they buy from you? So that was a massive part of it. And I know like there are days where I lose sight of that and I totally get a little frustrated or overwhelmed because my DMs get a little crazy and I feel like it's just, it's nonstop. And, but when I pause and I'm like, this is my business. This is like, this is part of it. This is why I get to work with the level of women that I get to work with and how many women I get to work with and why I'm seeing the the results that I am because I do take the time to build relationships. So again, not just about growing the audience and putting out content, but building those relationships too. I also honed my signature offer, Influence the Income Formula. I launched that. How many times did I launch that last year? I launched it at the very end of 2019. And then I launched it in the beginning of 2020. And I had fantastic launches. And that, the Influence the Income Formula, is my social media strategy. It's what I do. It's what I teach to everybody that I work with. I teach them some version of the influence income formula, but often if it's one-on-one, then I 
I um, personalize it for the business. But that's my signature. Okay, this is how you grow a business on social media. It's the influence income formula. By the way, I am relaunching that this year and it's it's going to be updated. It's going to be better than ever, which I'm really, really, really excited about. So be on the lookout for that. But that led into it. And then I have to mention this too, because I often forget how, how critical this is to how I perform. But I think in 2020, I think the past two years, I've really stepped up how I care for myself. Prior to cruise, I would work out a little bit. I certainly didn't eat well. Then I had cruise. Then I kind of stepped up my my health game a little bit. And then 2019, 2020, I really leaned in a little bit more to try and be more consistent with how I took care of myself. And it's not about like how I look and, and the workouts. It's really about how I feel and and just making sure that I'm getting, It's it certainly wasn't daily movement, but it was movement several times a week, eating clean-ish. Your girl still drank. Your girl still ate her share of chocolate and crap. Believe me. But it was a good balance for sure. And I think I would be doing you a disservice if I didn't mention that because I truly believe it's it's why they say health is wealth. Because I know the better that I feel and the more confident I feel and the more energy I have, of course, that's going to pour into my business. And it absolutely did. So much so that this year, I'm super, super, super leaning into that. And I know you, some of you have heard this so much and you're probably like, gosh, don't talk about it again. But we're doing, Chris and I and some friends were doing the 75 hard right now. And don't worry, I'm not going to get like super into it. But part of that is working out twice a day and following some sort of diet that's like right for your body and what you need to focus on no drinking, a gallon of water a day, right? So like hyper, hyper, I don't know, good for you. I I know there are people who are like, it's not. But for us, for me and Chris, it's great for us. And I've never felt better. And I feel like I'm performing so much better, even just doing this for one week. Like today, it's been a week since we started. And I feel like I'm on fire, and I'm just so focused. It's it's crazy. So I think 2021, <laughs> I, I joked whenever we started the 75 hard, I was like, we're going to mess around to become people that don't drink. And I don't want to do that. <laughs> I do not want to be the people that don't drink. And I don't think, I think we'll definitely indulge we for sure will. We're not we're not doing that. But but this has really been an eye opener. So again, it would just it would it would be a disservice if I didn't mention that to you because I know that that's played a huge role in the growth of my business. And then I would say probably the last thing that I wish I had mentioned in the last podcast that I know has been instrumental in what I've created over the past three years and just over the past year 
what has come up again and again and again has been a growth mindset. Having the belief in what I'm doing and wanting, wanting to be better, wanting to create more, wanting to show up better and and serve better all the time. If I didn't want to do that, I wouldn't have tried. I would have hit six figures and been like, cool, we're we're good. Because <laughs> that's great. That's awesome. But I have a growth mindset where I know I can do better. I know I can learn more. I know I can get better. I know that I can continue to grow. And in the places that I'm not thriving in right now, like my business strategy and delegating and... And the other things that I mentioned in episode 91 that I wish I had done better, I don't just accept those as, well, I suck at delegating. I suck at business strategy. I suck at staying focused. No, these are areas that I can improve upon. And I know that I'm going to slay in those areas eventually. I just have to work at them. And it's that kind of attitude about everything that has gotten me through some of the hardest times in my business, especially in the beginning when, when people didn't want to buy from me and people didn't want to engage with me. It's real easy. It's so easy for me to run my business right now and show up right now. It is the easiest thing because people want to talk to me. People want to ask me questions. People want to hire me. People reach out to me. I don't even have to prospect. That's a really nice place to be in. And it's, it makes my job real easy because now I get to create things and then just follow up with people and get sales and it's, it's gravy. And, you know, I'm not, I'm not naive in saying it's always going to be like that. But the whole point of me saying that is fast or rewind a year ago, it was not like that. Rewind even more, two years ago, it was sure as hell not like that. But I never would have gotten here if I didn't believe that I could. And I didn't keep going through the crap that I wasn't good at and that I wasn't getting results in. And I didn't just believe all of that to be true. Like, I must suck. People hate me. I only made three grand this year. Or I'm in the red this year. I must have made the wrong decision. I said, well better luck next year. And I kept moving forward. This can be true for every single person listening right now. I see a lot of people give up way too freaking easily because they don't get the results that they want fast enough. And then they just believe that to be true. And they make it mean something so personal about themselves And then they think, crap, I made the wrong decision. I should do something differently. And yeah, there's a time and place to pivot a business for sure. But I see people who like, they they swear to me up and down. This is what I'm made to do. And they give it six months, maybe even a year. And then they turn around and do something else because it was too hard. Or they didn't, again, they didn't get the results that they wanted. But I thought that was your dream. What are you doing? If it's your dream, don't give up. (laughs) So just developing that growth mindset and believing that if I never give up, I can't fail. 
If you never give up, you can't fail. You fail when you give up. And that's the thing that I guess got me to here. So those are just some things that I wish I had kind of expounded on in episode 91 because they matter and they were very instrumental. Now, I guess I'll end here with um, diving deeper into that one question that I got where she asked, like, what were the offers that I, you know, what were the differences in offers from 2018 to 2019, 2020? Now, I don't have, and maybe these are things that I should track, and I'm sure one day I will. I will get better at this. But I don't have a beautiful breakdown of 50% of my sales were one-on-ones, 20% were this, 30% were that. Not at all. But I can tell you what I did. So, 2018, my sales were so low because I didn't offer anything until the end of the year. I didn't have anything to offer. I had no clue what to offer. And I was trying to get experience so I could create a course. So most of that year, I gave free value, free value, free value. I was growing my social media presence. I was setting myself up as the expert. Um, I was proving myself or trying to prove myself to people that, hey, when I come out with this course at the end of the year, you're going to want it, even though it was an Instagram course and I had like two or 3,000 followers, right? So many people would have been like, are you joking? But I did it. And and it was a little tiny baby launch, but I made some money and it was awesome. Um, so that's why 2018 was so low because it was I really wasn't selling much at all. And I think I can confidently say, even if I was selling something that year, I I don't think sales revenue would have been that much higher just because I was so green. I was not confident. Um, I had a lot, a lot of growing and learning to do in 2018. Now, 2019, this is where we turned it up to eight. Okay, so we went from like two to eight in 2019. 2019, I started or I introduced my, um, at the time I called it my mother hustler mastermind. So I started coaching women one-on-one and in a group setting for the very first time. And I fine-tuned that course that I talked about into what is now influence to income formula, which was a process. And how I went, how I created Influence Income Formula was by a lot of coaching in the mastermind and really getting clear on who my ideal client was in the areas that she was struggling and then figuring out, holy crap, this, like I'm doing these four things every day on social media. It's working really well. This is a fantastic formula to grow your social media and your business. And that is what I teach in the Influence to Income Formula. So 2019, I switched or I went to a mix of one-on-ones and group coaching to my course. And then um, and then I also launched a couple of workshops as well. Like hashtag like a boss was birthed in 2019. LOA Bay, some of you guys might remember that. And a couple of other ones were launched. So I played around with launching like a big course, like Influence Income Formula to smaller workshops to kind of feel out what I liked. 
And also at the end of 2019, so this is interesting. In 2019, from January to June, I think, sales were not great. I mean, I was hitting like 3K months, 5K months, maybe up to maybe up to eight. And then it was, I want to say it was like July that I hit my first 20K month. And that was like, that was a huge, huge goal of mine. Because one of my coaches that I had hired, she had talked about like regular 20K months and I couldn't even fathom making $20,000 a month in my business. And by the way, now that's normal for me. Um, But at the time, I was just like, I couldn't believe it. I remember that day when I hit that, sending the screenshot to Chris, and we were both like, are you joking? Because prior to that, it was just, oh, it was such a grind. And I felt like I was not getting any traction at all. It was painful. And then it was like, it was like God knew (laughs) that I needed that that bump and but listen all glory to god for sure but the how i how i hit that 20k month on a strategic level was because i had gotten really really strategic with my offer and i've been doing these um people kept wanting like one-on-ones with me and they wanted so many people were wanting what are they called um discovery calls to the point that I I didn't have time. This was before we had a nanny or she might've been with us, but we didn't have a nanny full time. I couldn't do as many discovery calls as people wanted. So I was missing out on money because people kept saying they wanted discovery calls. So finally I was like, I'll tell you what, instead of a discovery call, we're going to do an actual strategy call. I'm going to charge you this amount. And then if you love me, which you will, then you can use a portion of that toward the mastermind. And I'll put you in the mastermind. It was something like that. And it just clicked. It clicked in the most beautiful <laughs> way. And and from that point on, it was the last half of 2019 that I made the bulk of that money. Um, like almost all of that revenue, the 190 revenue was at the end of that year. It was crazy. And then 2020, continuing to fine tune my offers and... Um, and simplify my offers as well. Instead of offering so many different things, I brought it back to my ideal client. Okay, what what would help you the most? And I really fine-tuned what it is that I offer now, which right now is the mastermind group coaching. And then for my people that want one-on-ones, I have the Game Changer Intensive. And then eventually I'm going to be relaunching influence income formula. And I, I'm sure I'll come out with like little random workshops as I feel inspired to. But that those were the big changes that were made from 2018 to 2020. And something else just popped in my mind too. Oh, and then I guess where we'll end, this will be a good place to end. We got to mention the spiritual stuff too, because I just said, like, thank God. And and I, I'm a very spiritual person. And I know that that played a huge role into it because that is why I was able to f- basically fake it until I made it. 
And, and a lot of my business in the very beginning was me faking it until I make it and what I call stepping into the version of, of coach and mentor that I knew I could be far before I was. I didn't want to show up as the nervous, shy, introverted, ignorant <laughs> mentor. I knew I had things to share. So I really like visualized the type of mentor that I wanted to be. And I got clear on that just about every day. This is when I started journaling and really paying attention to my thoughts and shifted to more of a positive mindset. And that was a huge key for me too. I think this is like aligned with the growth mindset. This is what helped me believe in myself before I could see the results. I knew, I knew I was the type of person that could create a multiple six-figure and eventually a seven-figure business. But how do you get there when when you're not making anything? You got to step into that. You got to start believing and start showing up in that energy and frequency right now. Now I'm playing with how does somebody who makes seven figures in her business, how does she show up? What decisions does she make? What does her team look like? That's how I'm going to get to seven figures. But how I got to six figures and what I created was what? how does somebody who makes $20,000 months, what decisions does she make? This is why I hired house cleaners first every other week, then every week, now twice a week. That was, that was one of them. Somebody who makes multiple six figures doesn't waste a ton of time cleaning her damn house, but she also value, values a clean workspace. <laughs> I mean, that's just like an example. Hiring a VA is another example. How I showed up in my videos before I was making any money, you would think that I was already making six figures in a lot of them when I wasn't. I named this podcast Six Figure Influencer before I was making six figures. Do you know that when I was deciding this name, and I knew this was going to be the name, But I had a moment where I was like, oh God, what if, like I had the faith, I knew I, I knew I could do it, but, but of course I had the thought like, well, what if you don't? And what if people find out? And what if people like call you out and you're like this massive imposter with this podcast, six figure influencer, you never hit six figures. Oh my God. Like these thoughts are normal, but I had to tell my fear mind to STFU. Thank you for trying to keep me safe. We're going to hit six figures. And we did that same year. You can do this too. You can do this too. I don't care what business you're in. I don't care if you sell skincare or if you're a real estate agent or if you clean bathrooms. You can do this too. It just takes having the belief that you can, knowing where you want to go, and then doing the things that you need to do consistently every single day, just about. And I know that that little roundup was super simplistic, but I mean, that's what it is. So whether you maybe haven't hit your six figures yet, you can do it. Maybe you haven't hit multiple six figures yet, you can do it. Maybe you want to hit seven figures like I do. We can do it, but you have to, 
I don't know. Like, I guess if I had to sum all of this up, if I had to sum all of this up, you have to want to do it, then believe that you can do it, even if you don't know how yet. And then as far as this type of business is concerned, social media strategy, do the right things, keep showing up. Because as you scale on social media, so can your business. So anyway, <laughs> hopefully that clears some things up and that offered a bit more insight into so far what I've done. I look forward to this episode in a year. Should be interesting. I promise this year I'm going to be a lot better telling you all the things, not just the good things that I do really well and the things that work for me, but also the things that I flop on and the days that I, I'm not showing up as the best version. Um, because I've said this before, but you know, when I feel great, I show up and I talk about it more. When I feel like crap or I'm disappointed, I tend to become a recluse and not talk about it. And it's not like a strategic thing. It's just how I behave. So I really want to be better about giving you both sides of the coin because it's certainly from the outside, you know, from negative to 190 to 290, that looks like beautiful, right? Great upward trajectory. Yay. Good for her. But there were so many ups and downs in there. There were so many tears and frustration and just so much. So I I promise you, I'm going to be so much better about giving you the full picture. And if you ever, ever, ever have more detailed questions and things that you want me to expound on in another episode, please hit me up on Instagram. I love when you give me podcast ideas because your girl needs them. But anyway, I hope this was helpful for you. If you enjoyed this, I would love if you screenshot yourself listening to it and share it out to your people. That not only lets me know that you enjoyed this, but it helps me reach more women like you who would also find this type of content valuable. Um, A review on iTunes is always appreciated as well if you have a few extra minutes. But other than that, I hope you are having a nice 2021 so far. I love you and I will see you here next week. Bye. Hey friend, thank you so much for listening. My goal is to help as many women as possible. And if this episode helped you in any way, you can directly impact my efforts by simply sharing a screenshot of this to your social media or team. Also, if you're looking for additional support, feel free to find me on Instagram at Allie I Reeves and or join the free Six Figure Influencer Facebook group.